Today, we're exploring the significance of incorporating physical activity into a non-diet approach to your self-care. We're going to dig into the details of how to start moving your body, even if you hate to exercise, have physical limitations, or even feel pressed for time. We'll also highlight the benefits of regular movement beyond weight loss. So let's get started. Welcome to Say When. I'm your host, Holly Toscanini. This podcast is for any woman who's had enough of restrictive diets, feeling bad about their bodies, or putting their lives on hold until they lose the weight. If you've had enough of diet culture, then it's time to say when. Hello, welcome to another episode of Say When, the podcast that celebrates self-care, body acceptance, and intuitive living. I'm your host, Holly Toscanini, and today we have a fantastic topic to dive into, embracing movement as a non-diet approach to self-care. Movement is a fundamental part of self-care, and when approached from a non-diet perspective, it can become a form of joyful expression rather than a means of controlling our bodies. It's about shifting our mindset from, I have to exercise to lose weight, to, I want to move because it feels good and shows respect for my body. So what does movement mean in the context of intuitive eating and body acceptance? Well, it's about finding enjoyment in the way our bodies naturally want to move and embracing it as an act of self-care and self-respect rather than some sort of punishment or obligation. You see, By accepting and embracing regular physical activity, we can experience a holistic transformation that really encompasses everything from our physical health to our mental well-being and emotional balance. It's important to remember that the benefits of exercise are really unique to each one of us, and finding things that we like to do that resonate with our interests and our abilities is really key to finding a sustainable way to create a movement routine or practice. Regular movement can play a significant role in improving the body image for women, too. I want to tell you a story about Sarah. Sarah spent years battling with her body image and struggling with some disordered eating patterns. One day, she saw a new dance studio had opened in her neighborhood and thought she'd give it a try. You know, try something new, sign up for a beginner's class or something. From the very first class, Sarah felt a sense of liberation and joy that she hadn't experienced with exercise before. She was able to just let her body move freely to the music, and she realized that movement wasn't always about burning calories or trying to fit her body into a certain size. It could be about self-expression and just embracing the beauty of her body in motion. See, through dance, Sarah discovered a newfound appreciation for what her body could do. Instead of punishing herself through restrictive diets and brutal exercise routines, she now nourished her body with wholesome food and allowed movement to be a celebration of what her body could do. Dance became her therapy and a way to connect with her inner self and, you know, release any negative emotions she might be hanging on to. As Sarah continued her dancing, she really began to see food as a source of nourishment and enjoyment. It wasn't the enemy to be feared, but fuel to support her in her dance journey. See, regular exercise has a major impact on our body image and how we see ourselves. When we engage in regular movement and experience the changes that happen in our bodies because of that, we really start to appreciate our bodies and what they're capable of. This shift in our thinking gives us a chance to detach our self-worth 
from our appearance and develop a more positive and empowering relationship with our bodies, one that's more accepting. Participating in group exercises, team sports, or other types of movement classes can also play a significant role in our ability to accept our bodies. You see, when we do these types of activities, most of the time, body diversity is celebrated and accepted. And exercising with like-minded people who prioritize their health and well-being over their appearance can give us a sense of body acceptance and it reduces our comparison-based judgments. This positive social support and a sense of belonging can contribute to an improved body image overall. It's also important to note that everyone's experience with body image and exercise is different and unique. And while regular movement can have a positive impact, it's crucial to approach this with some self-compassion and really focus on the holistic benefits of movement rather than just pursuing a specific body ideal. Emphasizing the joy, strength, and functionality of our bodies can lead to a healthier and more positive relationship with ourselves in the long run. See, movement is essential for our overall well-being, both physically and mentally. It helps us feel more energized, it boosts our mood, improves our cardiovascular health, and it supports our body's natural immune system and digestive processes. And when we approach movement from a non-diet perspective, it becomes an act of self-care and self-respect. It's about listening to our body's cues and finding activities that bring us joy and fulfillment instead of just focusing on how many calories we can burn when we do it. Now, there's a lot of reasons why people resist exercise. And by understanding these, we can develop some strategies to overcome them. So I'm gonna review a few of the most common reasons my clients give me when it comes to their exercise resistance and give you a few tips for overcoming those. First has got to be a lack of motivation. Lots of people struggle to find the motivation they need to move their bodies regularly. It can feel like a big hurdle on our journey to wellness, but don't worry, there are ways to get back to it. We wanna set clear expectations. See, when we have specific goals that we're trying to reach that match our values and what we want for ourselves, it gives us a sense of purpose and motivation naturally. So let's spend a little time to dig deep and find our why. Understanding these deeper reasons behind, behind wanting to move our bodies or wanting to exercise, like, okay, we all want better health, but what about more energy or less stress? I mean, movement can really keep us going. Lastly, it's a good idea to try to make it fun if you can. Now, I realize sometimes exercise is definitely going to feel like an obligation and not a joyful experience, but trying different activities like dancing or hiking or playing different sports, it really could make it more enjoyable and keep your motivation high to keep doing it. We really want to conquer that lack of motivation and try to embrace the transformative power of regularly moving our bodies. Number two is going to have to be no time. Feeling like there's no time to exercise, it's a common struggle in our really busy lives. First, let's try to prioritize this part of our self-care and see it as a must-do, just like any other appointment. Um, put it on your calendar. Commit to it. Next, look for opportunities to be active throughout the day. Take short walks. Um, I like to do it on my lunch break or skipping the elevator and taking the scares or maybe even try to sneeze and sneeze, squeeze in a little exercise. If you're watching TV, you can always, you know, get some weights or do some stretching during commercials. Me, I always try to make a practice of taking my shopping cart all the way back to the grocery store instead of leaving it in the parking lot. See, every little bit of movement 
counts. And if finding long stretches of time seems impossible, break your exercise routine into smaller chunks. Three to five 10 minute workouts throughout the day can be just as effective as 15 to 30 solid minutes. So let's make moving our bodies a priority and get creative, not just with our time, but what we choose to do. And then find ways to incorporate any little extra time to move into our daily routine. Adding exercise to a busy lifestyle might seem really daunting at first, but it's completely doable. And with just a little planning and a little commitment, you're going to be on your way to a more active lifestyle. So we've talked about a few strategies. I'm going to share a couple of more. Um, Choose activities that you really enjoy and that fit your lifestyle, whether it's swimming or dancing or yoga. If you like what you're doing, you're going to want to do it more and get creative. Like we said earlier, multitask, find other ways to incorporate movement into your day-to-day life. Keep in mind that your schedule is probably going to change from day to day or week to week. So staying flexible, adjusting your exercise routine accordingly is really going to help you stay on point with making sure you get it done regularly. And don't go alone. Ask for some support. Get a workout buddy, join a fitness class, or participate in group activities. Having someone to move with can make it a great source of motivation. Um, Also accountability. I mean, if you know somebody's waiting for you, you're more likely going to show up than if you're just relying on yourself to do it, right? If I know I've got an appointment, I'm going to be there. But if it's just up to me, eh, it may not happen. Also, be proactive and try to schedule your movement sessions in advance. Treat it like any other non-negotiable appointment. And, you know, finally, listen to your body and respect its needs and its limitations. If you're feeling tired or overwhelmed, opt for something more gentle. Do some stretching. Do some relaxation techniques. Do a meditation. It's all about finding that balance between pushing yourself and giving your body the rest and recovery it needs. Now, the third reason I hear people resist exercise is because they're afraid of failing. See, this kind of perfectionism and fear of failure, really the pressure to meet, I don't know, certain expectations or to perform at a certain level, it can really hold us back from either starting or continuing with an exercise or movement routine. But we can overcome this resistance by adopting a more relaxed approach. First, let's embrace a growth mindset. Instead of striving for perfection, let's focus on progress. Every small step forward is a success and each effort counts. We can shift our perspective and understand that improvement is more important than reaching some idealized standard. Just keep going. It's also important to set some realistic expectations. You know, don't start with anything too intense right away. Set something doable and manageable and then gradually increase either the duration of your movement or the intensity, if you like. And along the way, make sure to celebrate your progress and be kind to yourself. We're all human, and it's okay to have ups and downs, even in our movement or fitness journey. And then finally, shifting focus from calorie burn or I've got to earn my food, so I have to exercise to get it, changing our perspective from this burn it to earn it kind of thing to enjoyment and the process of exercising for the joy and excitement you feel after you're done. Find activities that bring you pleasure Appreciate the sensations of your body working and moving and all the positive impact that this movement can have on your overall well-being. By shifting your perspective, setting some realistic expectations, and embracing the enjoyment of moving your body, you can overcome that fear of failure and perfectionism and create a more sustainable relationship with physical activity. And that's really what it's all about. 
Now, the fourth reason I hear people resist exercising has got to be because they feel self-conscious. They're afraid of being judged by others. But, you know, we can overcome this too. Let's first look at choosing some comfortable environments where we feel safe and at ease. You can start by working out at home, in your neighborhood, or doing some online workout videos, or joining some supportive and inclusive fitness communities. That makes a world of difference. And then shift your focus inward. Instead of worrying about what other people think, redirect your attention to how your body feels, what progress you're making, and remembering all the amazing effects that this movement is going to have on your body and your mind. It's all about embracing your journey and celebrating the positive changes that you're experiencing. And here's a little reality check. Everybody starts somewhere. Remind yourself that we all have different starting points and unique paths. Those people at the gym or fitness classes, they're probably too focused on their own workouts to even notice what other people are doing. So let's try to push aside those worries about judgment or feeling self-conscious and remember that we're all on our own journey and let's focus on our own growth first. Next has got to be overcoming physical limitations. These can really pose some unique challenges when it comes to incorporating movement into your life. Maybe you've had knee surgery or you've got arthritis or some physical challenge that makes traditional exercise difficult for you. The good news is that everybody can find ways to move their bodies, to adapt and embrace physical activity that are enjoyable, maybe even fun, regardless of your situation. So if you have physical limitations, it's really essential to consult with a healthcare professional who can provide some personalized guidance and recommend suitable exercises or modifications. Instead of dwelling on what you can't do, concentrate on finding activities that can accommodate your ability. Whether it's seated exercise, water-based workouts, or adaptive equipment, there are options available for a variety of limitations. Maybe consider exploring alternative practices like Tai Chi, gentle yoga, Pilates, or chair exercises. These can improve your strength, flexibility, and your balance, all while minimizing any additional strain on your body. Now, we can also embrace joyful movement at any age. See, Evelyn is in her 60s, and she spent most of her life believing that exercise was only for the young and the fit. However, after her daughter recommended a gentle yoga class specifically designed for seniors, Evelyn decided to give it a try. She took a few classes, but eventually she started to love her time at these classes. The slow and intentional movement of yoga made her feel connected to her body in a way she hadn't experienced before. After class, her instructor helped her modify some of the more challenging poses and showed her how to practice safely at home on her own. Now, as Evelyn continued her yoga practice, she noticed a shift in how she began to think about food and her body. Instead of fixating on any perceived, uh, preconceived age-related limitations, she was able to start celebrating her body's strength and flexibility. And she started nourishing herself with foods that provided her with the energy she needed to really engage in her yoga practice. Movement became a way for Evelyn to really honor her body's wisdom and embrace the joy of living in the present moment. And through her practice of gentle yoga, her perspective on aging transformed as well. She no longer really saw herself as being limited by her age, but rather empowered by her ability to continue growing and evolving. Her newfound love for movement allowed her to approach food with a sense of gratitude and self-care, appreciating how it fueled her passion for yoga and supported her overall health. 
Many people have a negative association with exercise due to past experiences with body image or fat shaming or preconceived notions about the purpose of exercise, like to feel the burn, to earn your calories, or maybe some sort of punishment for having your favorite foods. However, it's important to shift our mindset and begin to view movement as a form of self-care rather than a punishment. It's essential to recognize that movement doesn't have to be time-consuming or complicated. In fact, it can be as simple as incorporating a short burst of movement throughout the day or a gentle stretch every morning. These kinds of activities can be done indoors, outdoors, no matter what the weather. Or we can still prioritize movement by choosing activities that are efficient and enjoyable, like taking the stairs instead of the elevator, or like me, taking my shopping cart back to the grocery store door. It's all about finding, the, finding those little pockets of time and then being really creative with how we choose to move our bodies. My last story for you is about Emily. Emily's a woman who had always associated exercise with these grueling gym sessions and monotonous routines. She decided to try something different after reading about a hiking group she saw online. She joined them for an easy hike through a nearby nature preserve on what turned out to be a beautiful spring day. As she breathed in the fresh air and really marveled at the stunning scenery, Emily felt a sense of peace and tranquility sort of wash over her. She realized that movement didn't have to be confined to the walls of a gym. It could be an exploration of the world around her. So she started incorporating these regular hikes into her routine, going out on different trails each week. As she became more fascinated by nature, she discovered the joy of movement in its purest form. Every step became a celebration of her body's strength and resilience. And instead of obsessing over the numbers on a scale, she focused on the beauty of her surroundings and the gratitude she felt for her body's ability to carry her through these trails. With this newfound appreciation for what her body could do, her relationship with food underwent a positive transformation too. She learned to listen to her body's hunger and fullness cues, nourishing herself with nutritious meals that energized her for her outdoor adventure. Food was no longer the enemy or a source of guilt, but rather a means to support her body and enhance her connection with nature. And the stories I shared with you today really highlight the transformative power of embracing joyful movement. By shifting their focus from external goals and expectations to more intuitive and self-centered approach, these women found freedom, self-acceptance, and a deeper connection with their bodies and the nourishment that food provides them. I want to emphasize the importance of movement when practicing a non-diet approach to life. Yes, it helps us feel more energized and it boosts our mood and improves our cardiovascular health and supports our body's natural immune system. But more importantly, it helps us learn to be safe in our bodies, to appreciate them for what they can do and not just how they look. It truly brings together our mind, body, and spirit. And when we approach movement from a non-diet perspective, it becomes an act of self-respect and self-care. It's about listening to our body's cues and finding those activities that bring us joy and fulfillment rather than just focusing on calorie burn or weight loss. Now, I want to encourage each and every one of you to explore different types of movement and find what resonates with you. Remember, movement should never feel like a punishment or an obligation. All right, sometimes it feels like an obligation, but I want to encourage you to focus on doing things that make you feel alive, 
connected and in tune with your body. And don't forget to give yourself permission to rest and recover when your body needs it. Movement is just one aspect of self-care and honoring our body's needs for rest is equally important. I want to thank you for joining me today. I hope this episode has inspired you to embrace joyful movement as a non-diet approach to your self-care. Remember, you're worthy of love and care regardless of your size or shape. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Say When, the podcast for women who've had enough of diet culture and are ready to get on with their lives. If you'd like to learn more about working with me, send me a DM through Instagram at Holly Toscanini, or you can find me on my website, hollytoscanini.com. Thanks for joining me.